0: Welcome in to episode 6 of the Friendly Shake on Sports podcast. This week we're talking about NFL week 4, as well as looking ahead to week 5 of the NFL season as well. This past week had a lot of good games to look forward to. Probably the most games thus far this week, highlighted beforehand by the Bills versus the Dolphins, which was a big matchup a lot of people were looking forward to. And then I think a lot of people were also very interested in, in the two tank bowls going on between the Bears and the Broncos, as well as the Panthers and the Vikings. I know it's hard to get excited for 0-3 teams, but I get a kick out of it. Those
1: are good 0-3 games, though.
0: They were both good games, Yeah, and it's we're going to talk about both of them. But I'm glad that this weekend happened, because I finally got to watch some games uh, at my with my parents at my dad's house, my brother a little bit. Actually, my brother left technically really before the Packer game really got going. But we played golf that day and then it, it was just a fun time overall.
1: Yeah, it was a great weekend. You know, I was out in Asheville for a bachelor party, so yeah. I got to enjoy some friends. How was that?
0: It was a lot of fun. Any exciting stories to tell from the bachelor party or was it pretty tame?
1: Uh, Semi-tame. I think That's one of the fair. funnier parts was me paddle boarding for the first time. How'd that go? I've never kayaked before in my life, oh.
0: so. <laughs> so you re-injured your knee?
1: No, I did not re-injure my knee. I just didn't know how to paddle for the first 30
0: seconds. That would be kind of funny to watch. You yeah, floundering a lot I was around. floundering a lot. Fair. It's a good thing you don't drink, otherwise you might have drowned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it was just,
0: it was a great weekend.
1: I'm glad we had that, uh. Time to hang out with everybody.
0: I need to give that a try because my dad has paddle boards and he lives on yeah. a lake. Well, it was actually tubing. Oh, with, tubing. Yeah. Okay. So
1: it was tubing on the uh, French Broad River in Asheville. So it's one of the oldest rivers in the world. That's cool. Yeah.
0: Sounds like it was a good time.
1: Yeah, they had, they had little river rapids as well in there. So got little class ones. The water is super shallow. Like you could stay oh, the bottom. Oh, that's safe.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's always a good thing. Because it
1: didn't rain that much. So it was a great weekend. That and sounds like a lot of fun. It was. Let's... You know who did not have a great weekend? The New York Giants?
0: (laughs) Yeah, let's dive on into that game. The Seahawks versus the Giants on Monday Night Football, your favorite game. Yeah,
1: well, they're not my favorite games, but they're the games I like to start with since, you know, they just happened recently. Especially since it's been the Giants the
0: last three weeks or something.
1: Yeah, I don't know who the hell does this for the NFL (laughs) scheduling, but... Can you guys put some good teams on Monday night or Sunday night or Thursday night? Just not
0: the Giants.
1: (laughs) Three out of the four games have been primetime games, and they've lost all three of them handedly. Put
0: the Bears on there. I want to see the Bears losing primetime.
1: I don't want to see the Bears losing primetime. That's as bad as the Giants losing primetime. For me,
0: it's like a comedy show. All right, well. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, hopping back in.
1: Yeah, so... The Seahawks manhandled the Giants. They were the better team. They were the better team on paper. Even with Geno Smith hurt and leaving the game, the Seahawks still won that game.
0: They look really good right now.
1: Yeah. The Seahawks are going on all cylinders. Kenneth Walker is a stud. DK Metcalf still having a great season. Tyler playing well. Uh, Jackson Smith, Nick Jigba. I know I butchered his name. <laughs> He's playing all right. I don't think he really has to do much right now in this offense
0: jackson flax and and some <laughs> crap like that go ahead
1: right yeah the giants on the other hand they got a lot of holes and a lot of issues first and foremost they want barkley back they need him back without him that offense is god awful this is it's not even close to being a good football team when they are when they don't have when they don't have They're three and eight in their last 11 games they score about 15 points when he's not playing this is not an nfl team without him Say what you want about running backs, and we'll probably delve into that in a separate episode when it gets close to the trade deadline. But there are certain backs that need to be paid what they're worth because you can't really quantify. You're paying Daniel Jones $40 million, and you wouldn't even give a contract to Barkley, and you're seeing how this Giants team sucks without him.
0: True. He is the focal point of this offense. Uh, I think that's been very clear, especially with their record and especially just with the quarterback struggle and the shock everyone had when you paid Daniel Jones $40 million. When I know you don't want to pay your running back the highest running back contract in the league, but it seems like it is time to maybe pay them a little bit more than $12 million. I'm or not 10. saying. Yeah, I'm not saying nine. pay them like 15, 16. I'm just saying. Oh, I would say oh, pay that much if, they, if they're worth that's, it. And he's a top five fair. running back. But also on top of that, too, I think the issue is that you're paying Daniel Jones so much money. It's hard to pay other pieces around him.
1: Exactly. That's where they screwed up. Yeah. They should have gave him a franchise. They should have given him a fifth year option of 22 million. It saves him 18. That lets them pay for Barkley and pay for another wide receiver instead now you're paying him 40 million and you don't have as much money to pay everybody else then. and it's not like this team was good to begin their offensive line has issues too i mean they gave up 11 sacks last night yeah 11 sa- this is the seahawks who don't have a good pass rush no <laughs> they're one of the worst pass rushing teams in the league really and they had 11 sacks so they I have mean, a lot of issues but you know what the funny thing is it's only the first quarter of the season they still got another n11 games to make it up Thirteen. 13, yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Right now, they're in panic mode. And I think Barkley's got to be smart himself because he wants a long-term deal. Yeah. You don't get rushed back. And you basically tell the Giants, by not playing, look how bad you guys are without. Him. He's got all the leverage for the next season. And if he doesn't want to be there, the trade deadline's in a couple weeks. He could just ask to be traded somewhere else. You could Another go to team, a team that's... That's super caliber. They'll pay for Barkley and draft picks and keep him for a year and then decide what to do after that.
0: Go to the Texans. I mean, Damian Pierce is good, but...
1: Oh, yeah. Barkley with CJ Stroud? That would be crazy. That would
0: be something fun. We can talk more fun. about that come the trade deadline. Yeah. Let's move on to the start of the week. My favorite team I was got about to say, rocked.
1: You, you you were texting me like crazy during this Packers-Lions yeah. game.
0: Came up with a bunch By of... By
1: shit-talking to them and everything. I'm going to let you go first. Give your rant of this game.
0: Well, I wish I remembered the Disney nicknames I gave everyone, to during that time. I think I got But, one. I mean, there was Bambi for... Uh, Justin Fields, I can't remember what I called someone else, but it just throughout I know I was coming up with nicknames for people during that game. But for the Packers that game, that first half was some of the worst coaching I've seen out of Matt LaFleur. Matt Canada would have done a better job coaching that offense. Barely. Yeah, yeah, barely. I'm not saying that Matt Canada has any sort of talent whatsoever, but it was just atrocious. I think jo- Jordan Love was getting pressured on what was it?
1: I have the nicknames if you want to hear them. What were they? Aiden Hutchinson was Scar.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that. I'm yep. keeping that. Too. Yep. Joe Burrow was Frozone. Oh, yeah, Frozone. And Justin Joe Fields cool. was Bambi. Yeah. Yep. Joe Burrow's got to get back to being good if he wants that Frozone nickname. Yeah. Though. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, anyway, there was a. Uh, Jordan Love was getting pressured every snap, and the reason why I came up with the nickname Scar, he had that one little scar on his one eye, and I was saying, we're getting outplayed by a Disney character leading a bunch of hyenas, and Jordan Love's just panicking every time, every single drive or snap. On top of that, Love just wasn't getting the ball out he was clearly panicking he was making mistakes staring receivers down it was not good Bakhtiari got injured too which doesn't help
1: I think his season his career might be done
0: I uh, his time as a packer is likely done with how much he's getting paid and uh, don't get me wrong yeah it's
1: back to back to back years of him not playing full seasons anymore it's
0: felt like five years at this point I love big Bak but I named my fantasy team after him
1: (laughs) I think you need to change that.
0: No, I'm keeping it. Bok-Bok-Bagok-Tiari is too good <laughs> name. I'm not changing that. But just everything about the Packers' offense the first half and defense the first half was in shambles. They were panicking. They did not know how to stop the Lions' offense, and they couldn't get anything going on the, their own offensive side of the ball. The Lions rushed for 211 yards, which is very typical of a Joe Barry defense. It still doesn't know how to defend the run. <sighs> I did say the Lions would win that game, Yeah, you did. I remember saying that, but it just wasn't the game that I wanted. Going into the second half, I wasn't checked out. I was just hoping that we could turn it around. And what was wild is we were actually making a decent comeback.
1: You guys were making a decent comeback. That made me
0: excited. And so at least the second half was fun. I think you had a
1: turnover right away. You took that... Got a touchdown, two-point mm-hmm.
0: conversion. Then we got another touchdown.
1: But that came in the fourth quarter. The third quarter, that was it. You guys were the only team that scored but in it's, third. It seemed like
0: It took a little while before we scored in that third quarter, so we it really did. started getting going towards the tail end of the third. Yeah. And right away, it looked like we had a chance to get 18 points when the Lions were up by 17 at half or something. What mm-hmm. was well, it? Wasn't. Yeah, it was, set, it was it was it was oh, twenty eight to three. Oh yeah, it was much half. worse than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry, it 27, was yeah. Yeah, twenty uh, seven. Yeah, But years. it looked like we had a chance to get back in the game and make it a one score game. Lions got that touchdown though, and then we could only get a field goal after they scored that last touchdown to seal the game. But at least the Packers stepped up the second half. It makes I mean, me feel a to. little better. They were better. in the basement
1: that team. I mean, we you only had one way worse. to go up.
0: Yeah, you can't play much worse yeah. than that.
1: But let's switch it to the Lions. Real quick and talk about their play.
0: Mm -hmm. I think
1: I think you need to start looking at them as a true contender. Yeah. Um,
0: Well, I had them six last year in my top ranking.
1: Yeah, but I think this year they're really showing it up. Yeah. Um, Outside that one loss to the uh, Seahawks. I think, and um, I
0: think the Seahawks are fantastic. But they are. You're right. David Montgomery, I think, is a star running back. He and had what 130 rushing 130,
1: yards, 121 rushing yards, no. and three touchdowns. I apologize to my brother for that. <laughs> I gave him bad advice with that one.
0: It's fine. I think and you still have Jameer Gibbs. You still have Amari. You Rowe. still have
1: Jameer Gibbs, but
0: you love eight Sam touches
1: and 40 carries for him. Obviously, just trying to work him in there. Receiving core. I think that's where they're really shining, right? Josh Reynolds is becoming a good dependent number, two for is. them. And then you still have Amon Ross St. Brown, which I think is in the conversation for top 10 wide receiver. Maybe I definitely inside. have
0: him in the top 10, yeah.
1: Closer, depending on how his stats aren't always pretty, though. I mean, he has some amazing games, and then you will have a game against, this, against the Packers where he just caught like, five catches. He got a touchdown, though. He did. But, He's
0: always a threat to score, and oh, yeah. I think the Packers decided to switch up to him real quick. And then the, the Lions and their coaching staff right now is also something that needs to be talked about. Oh, they're doing a phenomenal yeah. job, really. Yeah, I, I love Tim Campbell as a coach. Yeah, I, I had that was my name for my fantasy team for a couple of years. This is a division rival too. I'm giving them too much love. If anything, you really are. Are you sure you're not a Lions fan at this point? God, they're my little brother, man. But I was pissed last weekend or last week when we played them on. Yeah. Was dead. That was a tough game.
1: Packers, well, with the Vikings playing as bad as they are, and then remind me of the other team in that division because it's the skating. Bears. The Bears. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I, I see why I forgot their team. Yeah. Uh, and the NFC is really weak right now. You might have two teams coming out of the North. These are definitely not. Yeah. You're going to have two teams coming out of the East, most likely.
0: I, I can see the Packers and the Lions.
1: I think those two teams are going to make it in.
0: So I think. You're going to have the Seahawks. Well, you got to think about the West, too. Yeah. Because you have the 49ers, the Seahawks, and the Rams all playing well. Yeah. And the Cardinals are capable of winning games, I suppose. Apparently, which I yeah. called. <laughs> yes. Well, they didn't beat the 49ers. Well, no, no. Uh, I they said that cracked. that division was going to be yeah. good. but
1: Well, let's uh, switch to the 49ers and Cardinals since we're talking about the 49ers. Oh, I
0: was going to keep it in division, but if you want to go there, we yeah, can. Yeah, let's go there.
1: I think that game is Brock Purdy. I love Mr. Him. Irrelevant is now relevant. 20 yeah. of 21.
0: 283.
1: He missed one pass and had a perfect passer rating.
0: Yeah. He is certainly not irrelevant. No. Anymore.
1: And... Obviously, McCaffrey. Can we not say enough about this guy? I mean, I think he's in the MVP discussion now. He is
0: absolutely in the MVP discussion. Four touchdowns. Was it three? Yeah, it was four total touchdowns,
1: three rushing, one receiving. He owned that game. It's amazing how lucky the 49ers got in getting him. It probably wasn't luck. John Lynch is a genius GM. I think well, the fact that they the... gave up
0: what they only gave up a first. I only think they gave. I have to look it up. Well, do you remember what people were saying after the trade last year when they were talking about how I don't know why they went out and got McCaffrey because anyone can go into that system and be successful.
1: That's partially true because and... Raheem Mostert was there, Jeff Wilson was there, Debo Samuel anyone's... was
0: there. Debo Samuel's not a running back, though. But he was a running back that year. That's true. Just based on that conversation, while it, it there's some truth to it, I don't think anyone was expecting a running back to be this proficient in the NFL and have their name talked about in the MVP discussion. It hasn't been talked about since Adrian Peterson won it back, I believe, in 2012. And here we are talking about him week four MVP discussion. And if he's putting up these numbers all all this year, he deserves it. <laughs> he's going to be up there,
1: but I think at the end of the day, it's still going to go to a quarterback.
0: It depends if he can keep doing this all year. Which, when they do do it all year, it is—it's a different shocking. story. Shocking,
1: yeah. Easily a top five overall
0: player. If yeah. you put him outside the quarterback list, no. I think in the in the quarterback list, he's still a top five player. I think. I think he's sick. I think there are five quarterbacks that are in front of him. No, probably. no, no. I, I I don't think there's five quarterbacks better than Christian McCaffrey. But that's that's a whole yeah. different discussion. Anyway,
1: what's well, uh, the Cardinals also didn't play bad.
0: No, they didn't. It's just
1: that they played against a 49ers team that is vying for a Super Bowl because they're that good.
0: They're the best team in the league. Yeah. Brendan Ayuk also had a game. Oh, yeah. I believe it was like 200 pounds, 180 something.
1: Also, is it kind of shocking that Joshua Dobbs is actually playing better than Kyler Murray right now?
0: I mean, I don't think Kyler Murray is good. We both said
1: he's not very good,
0: but I think this is almost a very similar
1: team as last year without Hopkins because Hopkins wasn't there. The first eight games anyways
0: yeah this team could be three and one if things just fell their way yeah they won some close, close games. to the commanders yeah they should have beaten the giants yeah this is the only game where they really got blown out and they were only down by a score going into the later part of the game too against the team that i think a lot of people have is the best team in the nfl
1: yeah Now, I disagree with one of your notes when you say they have a winnable game against the Bengals. (laughs) I don't see that. I got to think the Bengals are going to pull it around. But I think that Joe Burrow calf injury, even if he says he's not hurt, I think it does matter.
0: I think it does now. I just think right now, I think it's a very winnable game. The Bengals, we're not going to talk about them much right now. We'll talk about them a little later. Yeah. But I do think that the biggest Concern for the Cardinals right now, if they do want to start winning games, is their defense. Their defense just is not on the level that their offense is performing on. Their it's Cardinals not getting defense key not stops good at so. all. They yeah. weren't
1: good last year either. I think
0: no one expected them no to have a good defense. The issue is, is now you have an offense that's surprising everyone. Yeah. So you know what your issue is right now, and right now it's your defense. It's holding them back from winning these close games. So at least they know how to address their team needs, which is a lot more than some other teams can.
1: Say. Exactly. Yeah, I think right now, if you're the Cardinals, you're playing with house money this <coughs> year, anyways, mm. because they have a chance to get two top ten picks. Yeah, because they have the Texans' first round pick, and then they have their own first round pick. So they have a chance. Oh, I don't think the Texans are. Gonna they be might the not 10. get shit from the Texans. Yeah, they yeah. might not get anything from the Texans, but they're going to get something good from them themselves. They might yeah. have a top ten pick if they play how they're playing going forward. Well,
0: I, hmm. it it just kind of depends on how the rest of the season falls out. But since we're talking about the Texans. I know you probably have a lot to say about that game.
1: I have a lot to say about that game.
0: And I know we agree on a lot of these things. We do. But you are definitely...
1: I mean, I'm very glad I drove back home during this game. Yeah. Because I don't think I would have been able to keep my composure and watch this game straight. I think I would have been yelling a lot more at my TV and screaming a lot more if I actually had to see this game. Interesting fact, we didn't even get past the 50 until the second in the second half. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we did.
0: That can't necessarily. Is- Superstar.
1: Good grief. Matt (laughs) Canada. God, Matt Canada. Listen, I'm going to say this honestly. I don't ever want anyone to be fired or benched or off their job. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they got families. They got to make their living just like we got to make our living. So I'm saying this because of how I feel, <laughs> he needs to go. Yeah. So <laughs> when I'm saying it the way I'm saying it, this guy was run out of town at LSU at NC State. He came to Pittsburgh as a QB coach and he d- developed a rapport with Ben Roethlisberger, okay? As a QB coach. And those two did have some moments together in 2020 because we did start the season 11-0 and 0 in that year. But when you watch that game and with him there, I wanna think half the plays that he called, Ben audibled on, the- you could see when he's calling plays now, with Kenny Pickett, and they are not the same play calls he had when Ben Roethlisberger was there. Ben had 100% control on the field to make his audibles and change it. And I'll tell you this, We definitely saw that a lot in the two-minute drill when the quarterback, even Kenny Pickett in the two-minute drill against the 49ers, that was him leading them down for 96 yards for a touchdown. Matt Canada didn't have much to say because in the two-minute drill, the offense is simplified. You're making your quick reach, you're making your throws, and you're going. And we saw that against the Browns last week, or two weeks ago. Saw that against the Raiders too, that when Pickett's going around, using his legs, making some plays, he can make the throws that need to be made. Now you are talking about Pickett? Pickett, yes. I think, well, if there was one play he made that the defense Back for the Texans just took the ball out of George Pickens' hand in the end zone.
0: I, I'm not, uh, so I'll say the what I'm need He later. needs to
1: make, he can make them, and I know losing Deontay Johnson and friar Muth is going to hurt. Deontay Johnson is the safety net for that offense, and not having him there, as great as George Pickens is and as good as Muth is, DJ's the first option first, and losing him takes away a lot of coverage and puts it on Muth and Pickens. And they're making plays left and right. Muth is hurt, and he's had two more weeks with a hamstring injury, which doesn't help us either. See, I have— I'll let you say after this one last time. Oh, yeah, go ahead, yeah. The Steelers don't fire people, all right? We've had three head coaches in 60 years. My parents are alive pretty much as long as all three coaches have been in the NFL. Same thing with your parents. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Three coaches in 60 plus years. That's unheard of any sport. And I understand there's loyalty and there's a culture of not getting rid of somebody. Mike Tomlin's taking a lot of heat now himself. Because he even said after that game, changes are going to come to play calling and everything else. And then today during his press conference, he released that we aren't changing the coaching systems. We're not changing the play calling. Matt Canada is still the guy.
0: We're going to make it physicality. (laughs) Your I love is coach good. T
1: I love coach T but the defense can't do it all you I know yeah exactly If your yeah. offense is on the field being for less than a minute and a half
0: change anything yeah
1: and your defense is on the field for 30 minutes compared to your offense being on the field for 20 you're not gonna win games
0: you just can't
1: do it it doesn't matter how good you have a defense you gotta get points on the board and you got to get something going on.
0: I'll say this about the Steelers, and then we'll briefly touch on the Texans, because I think you're in love with them, and I certainly like them a lot. Well, I'm not
1: really in love with them. I just think that they've opened eyes that people did not expect.
0: Yeah, 100%. But the Steelers show, again, I'm mostly blaming Matt Canada for this damning, scathing criticism I'm about to give them. Matt Canada has, I believe, stunted the growth of Kenny
1: Pickett. 100%.
0: And he has also stunted the growth of Deontay Johnson from two years ago when I believe he had nearly 1,200 receiving yards in well, a season. Well, D.J. didn't
1: even have a touchdown last year yeah. until the last play of the game, I think, is when he Again, finally got a touchdown. He
0: stunted his growth. Yeah. And now both of them are injured. Fryermuth is also injured. Oh, Fryermuth is. About that. Yeah. Muth is also injured. Fortunately, he's new enough to where Matt Canada probably doesn't have his claws deep no, within him. He's been there him. since
1: 2021, since Ben was there. Well,
0: he doesn't feel like he's been. What's the word?
1: Muth is. Well, he's a tight end, and his first job is to block. He, he hasn't Pittsburgh. been
0: tainted by Canada That's yet. That's fair. And then neither is Pickens. Pickens looks good this season because, I mean, you were right about him. He looks very good. Um, but that being said, what they should have done is fire Canada. And then when Kenny Pickett and Deontay Johnson come back, you take a real hard look at these guys and see if they're tainted enough where you actually need to rebuild your offense completely. Because Kenny Pickett, I understand he has moments where he looks good but most of the time he looks bad. I know that Canada's the center of that, but that's the reality. The second piece of the offensive
1: line is bad.
0: True, but Kenny Pickett just does not look good. There are bad offensive lines in the NFL, and Kenny Pickett looks very bad right now.
1: Yeah, he's not. His mobility, I think the issue is that he knows how bad the offensive line is. So his first thing is when he doesn't see his first reads, he's moving out of the pocket quicker than he would like to, Mm. and he's getting hit when he's doing that. Now, there's a perfect Mac to play that we're going to talk about this and we'll move to the Texans, obviously. Okay. but there was a play when they were driving down the field and they shut down the Texans three straight drives. Right. And at that time, it was still a two score game at 10 points. I think it was 17 to six. So they're only down by nine points at the time. And it was fourth and one at the Houston 45, I think in the beginning, in the middle of the third quarter. The offense came back on the field, rightfully so. I think they could have hit a 52-yard field goal and really made it six points, but they decided to go for it, which I agree. In mm-hmm. that situation, you had to go for You had the momentum. Matt Canada decided to put the offense, Kenny Pickett, in the shotgun and the running back outside of him. Instead of 90% of teams on fourth and short, quarterbacks behind the center, directly behind center, and then you either do a QB sneak, you hand it off, you do a Jets, you do whatever you want, but you don't put him behind shotgun because you're basically telegraphing the defense. Guess what? We're not running the ball. I
0: mean, it's, it's bad coaching.
1: It's bad coaching. It's yeah. bad play calling black, bad everything there.
0: It's, I, i'm not saying that, and matt that's Canada, when he Pickett
1: got hurt too because fourth and one that was that the was play Canada's that hurt fault. his knee it's yeah. like you don't need to put your quarterback in
0: that situation that was a big criticism i heard a lot too after that game yeah i think the moral of the story is matt cannon needs to be fired but then also i think a look needs to be taken at Pickett, and if he doesn't get good coaching if they don't fix the offensive line too that doesn't help but you need a real look at Pickett to see if he's the guy because right now the steelers don't even know if he's the guy because your offense has been so tainted i think we need to go to yeah the let's go to the texans yeah. um um, we so, can't.
1: We can keep saying everything we want about C.J. Stroud being yeah as good of a draft pick as he's been. Now they can The Texans came in with one of the worst wide receiver cores based on Pro Football Focus fan all Ever the done. metrics. Basically said they were like the 29th or thirtieth best receiving core. They don't look like that this year. Tank Dell and Nico Collins are showing up big time. It was a
0: Nico Collins show on this Sunday. Time.
1: Wait, last week, it was Denzel. Yeah, Del's week had it, before too. that, it was Nico. I mean, Damian they've Pierce got to is doing a good job, yeah, too. Yeah, too. Not as great as last year. But no, decent. but he's doing
0: yeah running back starting running back and obviously job. Demico
1: Ryans is doing a good job yeah. coaching that and well Anderson looks like a stud he had a touchdown recovered from a fumble for a touchdown and stuff
0: and the thing we forgot to mention too of the Texans is their offensive line was in shambles and they performed so well it might have been of how good C.J. Stroud is as a quarterback but it, he, didn't, I mean, and he, he honestly, looks so professional
1: yeah also no sacks by the Pittsburgh defense, just nuts against the backup offensive line. I mean, give credit to the Texans; they did what they had to do.
0: They did great, and
1: they they shut us out. We were there in droves, and it for once it did not feel like a Steelers home game away. They no. shut us up fast.
0: I remember last week you were talking about how Mike Tomlin was good against uh, rookie quarterbacks. Rookie quarterbacks, and I was joking with you saying that well he's going to be five and twenty-two after this week. No, you mean twenty-two and five. It, yeah, 22 and 5. Yeah. Yep.
1: And he was. Yep.
0: It happens. Yep. Let's move on to another game after the talented Texans team. Let's talk about two really bad teams the Broncos and the Bears. The Tank Bowl, the Colette Bowl. Honestly, that's the real one. The
1: Cale Williams Bowl, whoever wants him. Actually, said he might not go into the NFL next year because he's making enough money in the NIL. So that's going to be surprising what happens there. True.
0: We'll talk about that later. The thing I think everyone wants to highlight, if you're a Bears fan, is that Justin Fields played a really, really strong three-quarters of football. Looks really incredible. So incredible, in fact, that the entire offense, statistically on paper, looked like they had a great game. Khalil Herbert over 100 yards rushing, and DJ Moore having a very efficient receiving game didn't he pass over like 100 yards receiving I think it was 121 and I think Khalil had 108 that's just off the top of my head I could be wrong but it all around seemed like they were getting things going against granted a bad Broncos team and then the fourth quarter happened and it was a
1: completely different game yeah I think he made one mistake, and right after that, they took the ball out of his hands and decided to kick a field goal instead of going for the touchdown or something like that. And then it gave the momentum back to the Broncos. But this is the Justin Fields we saw a couple weeks ago, like the whole season, really. Yeah. They just don't. He doesn't make the right throws when he needs to. No, he doesn't. And against the Broncos defense, where they're giving up like 100
0: points a game, it feels like. You don't expect them to do that. I mean, the Broncos stole this game. It was hilarious. They made a 24-0 run on the Bears. 24 unanswered points after your starting quarterback throws for 335 er, yards, four touchdowns, and an interception. Between Matt Eberflus and Matt Canada, I don't know which Matt's getting fired first, but they're both probably going to be gone after the end of this year. Matt Eberflus probably ain't making it to the end of the year. And frankly, it makes me terrified for Matt LaFleur as a backer fan because all these Matts seem to be terrible at coaching. Yeah,
1: for real. But We also know. have to talk about Chase Claypool a little bit.
0: That what whole
1: Bears front office doesn't know what they're doing. Oh, so yeah. Apparently, at the start of this game, the news was that Claypool himself didn't show up for this game, right? yeah He basically so the report was that he didn't want to be there because he called out the coaches saying they're not using him right he should be getting more touches he should be doing this then we find out after right before that game or right after that game that it was actually the bears themselves that told Claypool not to show up, yeah, and that he was a healthy scratch. He and is now an egotist. To trade. He is an egotist, but guess what? You're a wide receiver in the NFL. You gotta have a little bit of an ego. They're all
0: divas. Yeah, but he thinks he's a top five. He actually said he was a top three. In no, the I was podcast. gonna say I think it was top three. Yeah, yeah, he said he
1: was a top three receiver, and that he was gonna put up 1,300 yards and like ten touchdowns.
0: And then he ruined that game for you guys. Well, this is what he celebrated. said. No, he said that this year. No, no, I remember, but oh, yeah, that's right. He just said that. He, he, just that said at
1: the, he said that at the beginning of this season. Good lord. And I don't care what the Bears are doing right now, but they got to get their house in order because between the front office and the D.C. resigning and then the Claypool news and then the way they lost this game. They're in shambles. They're they're in big shambles. And I still don't think Fields is a good quarterback.
0: Because guess what? This is the Broncos. Matt Flynn had a really good game. That's all I have to say. And then he got a contract out of it. Yeah. And then he was trash.
1: Yeah. I... I If anything, it shows that, A, the Broncos' Russell Wilson's actually better than we expected him to be this year because he came back. I mean, 24-point deficit. You come back, you win it the way you did
0: having a better season than last yeah. year. I think we've talked about that a couple of times, too. Their
1: defense is a big worry, and against the Bears, who have a shittier defense, I'm not sure which one
0: was worse. <laughs> they're both terrible. Yeah. I'm so done talking about the Bears, but it's just too funny that I have to mention them every week on a It's very funny that happens, because yeah.
1: they're so dysfunctional, it's news.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, the way they lost was just amazing. It was Falcons-like. It was Chargers-like. It, it was whatever they, you want to say
1: if they won this game they could abide a couple of losses going forward yeah for sure because right now they're both looking terrible we're not sure which team is going to get their first win
0: between them or the panthers i pick panthers personally
1: i think i have to go panthers too but <laughs> that's neither they here or there
0: let's talk about we'll go to that game too in a little bit but let's talk about some good games they're good teams maybe before we talk about that one and that was a good game
1: that was a decent game
0: but let's talk about the rams and the Colts. yeah and I actually didn't get to see this game as I was driving back. So. I had to watch some of it, and my buddy's a Colts fan, so I was hearing a lot of oh, it yeah, yeah. text. Yeah, but just how good is this Rams offense? Puka I mean, Nakua, yeah. get those Puka shells ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> I like he that. He is lighting it up. His
1: numbers are ridiculous, and I know Cooper Cup's been working he, with them a lot over the off season and Puka's stuff. Is
0: not going away when Cup comes back. Oh no, no. Sure. If
1: anything, that offense—it reminds me a lot when they had Cooper Cup and Robert Woods in yeah. their prime, and Jared Goff was there because that team was scary too. An offense.
0: Oh yeah. We're just um, going to have the second show on turf, watch it happen. Yeah,
1: I think that's definitely a high possibility, especially with the way Stafford throws the ball.
0: I'd love uh, to see it. And Williams, is, too, at yeah, running Kieran back Williams, yeah. is
1: incredible. Yeah, I think it just shows how good Stafford is getting wide receivers to play with him.
0: Yeah, I agree. Like,
1: I know there was a lot of talk early on in the season with his wife saying he's, like, 40 years old and he doesn't know how to connect with all these youngins anymore. But, obviously, whatever he's doing, it's working.
0: Yeah. Well, I've loved him. I, I knew he was good watching him at Detroit for years, and people would always say, it's Calvin Johnson. That's the only reason he's good. No, it's not.
1: He had a stack. He had a rocket arm his whole career, yeah. even in college. There's Fourth. a reason he was like a top. He might have been a first overall pick when he was drafted. I can't remember, I can't remember either.
0: I want to say he might have been. But he's, he's been a week so he's long. A top one. I mean, He's only like 34, 35 now. Yeah. But this team overall is really good with Puka, Cooper, Cooper Cup coming back. Kieran Whenever Williams. comes back.
1: I mean, right now, I might think you can might week, but... you want to make sure the hamstrings hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. and the way they're playing right now, they can take a couple more games without him.
0: Yeah. But Kieran Williams, that running back, is a stud. Also, this is the best running back they've had since that Todd Gurley season.
1: I think that might be a little bit of a stretch, right? I'm now.
0: saying since then. Okay. They have not had anywhere near Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm not comparing, comparing him to, to that, season. Said, that season. That season was outstanding, but Kieran Williams is having just in general, an outstanding season. Mm
1: -hmm. And the defense isn't playing bad either. No, the defense is fine. um, It's not as good as it was in the past when they had the Wade-Phillip defenses with Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald in their prime. But it's still a good defense. It's still a capable defense. They're not giving up a lot of points. They're giving up in the mid-20s, which is good. I mean, if you can give up around the 20s, you're going to win games. You're going to give your quarterback a chance to win games. I agree. Yeah.
0: On the other side of the football, though, so Anthony Richardson, uh, we t- I think talked about him the past couple of yeah, weeks we have. as well. We re- I really like him a lot. He's, I think he's he's a good quarterback. He just so he simultaneously looks like a vet at times while also looking like a rookie in the same game. He made some really bad reads and some poor throws throughout the game, but then he brings his team back from a twenty-three to nothing deficit to only lose the game twenty-nine to twenty-three. Some of that's
1: game script too. It is,
0: but also he's a rookie quarterback and it's over 20. He's points. a dual threat. He is a hundred percent, and if he can limit the misreads, he got to stay true. in the field. As a quarterback, though, he needs to also eliminate the misreads, mm-hmm. and he he just is not a pro at reading defenses yet. And but, that's going to come with time oh, if yeah. he puts in the work.
1: That was his biggest knock in the draft, though, that he was probably the rawest quarterback, but had the best physical intangible qualities you would want. Yeah, as we said it before, he's like six three, six four, two twenty, two thirty. He looks like a linebacker, really. He doesn't look like a quarterback. Mm. He has that Cam Newton, Big Ben stature, Josh Allen stature, where they are the biggest guys on the field. And I think if he starts understanding how big he is, he's going to be very similar to Allen and Big Ben, where they can start just shoving defensive linemen off and making a play in backyard football style.
0: I agree. And Jonathan
1: Taylor's coming back. Is he? (laughs) Yeah, apparently he is off the pup list now.
0: Interesting.
1: So he's going to be practicing, and they've got... I think 21 days to bring him back.
0: I'm curious because there was a rumor that the Packers were looking at him and the price was going down. But...
1: Yeah, but apparently they said it was related to the ankle issue. I do not believe that. I think that's total BS. Yeah, same. <laughs> they put him on the pup list because they didn't want to pay him or trade him. So, I mean,
0: he is set to practice this week.
1: That's what I'm saying. So if he's practicing again, obviously he I think help. the relationship is still broken between those two teams. But if he even comes back. He's playing
0: for a trade. He's, he's playing, playing for, a for
1: a trade, I think,
0: 100%. Contract from another team, yeah. The other thing I'll say about the Colts, though, is uh, right now it's good that their offense actually seems like it's capable of scoring. Way better than last year but what the hell was the pass rush you have Quiddie Pie and Divorce Buckner and I think you got a little a minor injury this game I believe but they got absolutely no pressure on Matthew Stafford and he had a freaking field day throwing it against a team that likes to tout that they have a decent defense and there was no pressure and this team has a decent pass rush they have the personnel to get to quarterbacks and I don't know if there was any pressure on him he got they got two sacks on Stafford but for the majority of the game there was very little pressure the what you are looking up? I was looking up sacks as a team. Oh, yeah. It's, it was two sacks this past game. Oh, I mean, all together. Well, it's been good. Quitty Pye is a stud defensive rusher. And DeForest Buckner, they have him. He is outstanding. Is
1: good. I think he's...
0: He's outstanding.
1: He's outstanding, but he's definitely a little bit less than when he was with the 49ers. That's the last true. Years. Yeah,
0: but I mean, he was good last year. He was good two years ago. It's just... So the Colts, they need to get their pass rush together, and then they can have a pretty balanced team, figure out their team, and actually work on building towards the future. Hopefully, Jimmy Irsay doesn't inhibit that too much by getting rid of your all-pro running back, but other than that... is a weird guy. He is. Obviously, Anthony Richardson is a great quarterback to start off with there.
1: I think they're in the up-and-up. They've got pieces around him. If they can maybe shore up that defense more than the offense, because Michael Pittman, Taylor, they've got good weapons to help. They got them pieces. Out. They
0: could use a yeah. strong wide receiver. One Pittman's yeah. decent, but other than that, yeah, put up good numbers. Let's go to the uh, pre-week four game of the week: the Dolphins Bills. Yeah, this was the big matchup of the week,
1: and a lot of people wanted this to be the Sunday night game.
0: Yeah. Because this was the two
1: best teams in the AFC, I think. You had the undefeated Dolphins, the 2 and one Bills going On in. fire Bills. Yeah. Like, we talked about it last week. Like, we know this Bills team is good, but the quality of opponents they faced outside the Jets. Last two weeks, they've been a little weeks,
0: slow, but the defense started to look really good. Yeah.
1: I mean, they destroyed the teams that they're supposed to be. They're supposed mm-hmm. to kill the commanders. They're supposed to steamroll, steamroll Raiders.
0: And, and like and like I said, the defense came alive and I thought that they were going to be a threat to win the Super Bowl now this year if they can keep this up. And this is what they needed to do to a team like the Dolphins, who don't have a very good defense. And that defense got exposed this week.
1: Oh, I think 100% that defense got exposed because we saw them the first couple of weeks and they were very
0: fast. The Dolphins? Dolphins yeah. defense.
1: They rely on speed even on the defensive side to try to short up tackles and not let players get outside them. And I know they're still missing Jalen Ramsey right now. I don't think he's came back just He's yet, not. He's yet. not back yet. So obviously missing him on the cornerback in the secondary, that's a huge blow. Yeah,
0: but I don't think it would have been enough to stop this Bills offense, honestly.
1: Would have helped out the secondary and maybe given a little bit more time for I'm pass just pass saying rushers. it
0: wouldn't have prevented them from beating them by more than one score. No, I don't think it would have done that. This was going to be a multiple score game. The Bills just outplayed the Dolphins. And the Dolphins, did, it wasn't like they played bad. They're still a very good team. I don't think anyone's looking at this game thinking that the Dolphins... Dolphins are a bad NFL team now.
1: No, no one thinks that. But I think what we did see is, like you said, they got exposed a little bit.
0: Yeah. Like if you can shorten up
1: Tua and get some of the in, um, keep the receivers in front of you, you have a chance to win games.
0: How'd Tyreek do this game?
1: It wasn't bad. I don't think he had an amazing game.
0: Well, I mean, he didn't have his typical two hundred yards. Yeah. They.
1: The, Bill's defense did a good job. Now I will say a lot of that was because Tre'Davious White took out Tyree Hill. Yeah, Hill only had three catches for 58, 58 yards. But he
0: sometimes gets that in a quarter. But still had a pretty good game, nearly 300 yards, one touchdown, one pick. I mean, you would like him to get more passing touchdowns, but they really you they're using Devin Achane. Very well. So, for me, I look at this offense, and I know they only scored 20 points, but they used the running game well, and Tua still had a good game. It's just the Bills played smart ball and really limited the offense that the Dolphins had. Yeah. And meanwhile, on the other side of the ball, they did that very little for the Bills. As a... the the Dolphins defense could not oh, stop those yeah, offense. Oh yeah, they couldn't.
1: Well, I think this was a team of wide receiver ones going at each other, top quarterbacks going at each other. Yeah. It was really which one was going to blink first, and Allen showed everyone in the NFL world that I'm still the guy. Yeah. Like, I know there's been talk of me playing bad against the Jets and making unnecessary moves and stuff, but this was the game that if the Bills get everything rolling... They can be an unstoppable. Oh,
0: yeah. They showed it. Yeah. They I mean, absolutely showed game,
1: it. This game, Allen was amazing. He only missed four passes yeah. and threw for four touchdowns. Three of them went to Stefan Diggs for 120 yards. Uh, whatever that backroom talk or rumors were going around that Diggs and Allen weren't friends and weren't doing <laughs> their stuff together. Whatever that was, I think they should keep doing that because Diggs and Allen are connecting even better
0: right now. There's a lot of that going around the league too. Jamar Chase and Burrow being one of them. Actually, yeah. that's the next let's, let's game we're going to that talk game. about. Yeah. Then there's also another one too, which I got one more. We'll talk about them yeah. later. But anyway, the Bengals versus the Titans.
1: I don't know what the hell happened with this game.
0: Yeah, the Bengals sucked. Is what happened. I don't. The Titans are not a good football team. No, they're not.
1: They are one of the worst teams in the NFL right now, even with Derek
0: Henry and Ryan Tannehill there. I mean, you can't really put them as one of the worst now that they're. Are they two and two? They might be. They are two and two. They're so bad. But. It's, it's time third. for the Bengals to panic.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think their biggest miss. This was the, the uh, this was the worst case scenario for the Bengals to be two and two right or one now. and three or one and three. I'm T now. Higgins is injured too. Yeah,
0: it's a huge loss for them. That old
1: team right now. I think they really should never have started Burrow to start. they
0: you're probably right. They should have let that calf heal properly. Really, and I think
1: that's partially on Burrow as well because he is Frozone, as we've nicknamed him on our show. He is oh, as of today. I still like the joke. Cool. Joe Cool is good, but I was he's, got more. he's got two. He's got two nicknames. He, and he looks bad
0: right now. Yeah, and I know the offensive right.
1: line isn't great, but he doesn't look like the same quarterback we saw the last couple of years. The and offensive the running game isn't as good. hasn't
0: been good since he was on the team.
1: I mean, yes, that's why he tore his ACL the first time and why he got yeah. sure. yeah.
0: They need to stop this free fall immediately. Another week or two, and it's going to be too late. Especially with Baltimore playing how they're playing in the division right now.
1: And I think Baltimore is a fake playoff team right
0: now. <laughs> I those injuries are gonna catch disagree. up to them against better teams. I just think that um, their schedule has helped them tremendously. Good. Yeah, it, it but their schedule has
1: helped them tremendously. The team and the opponents they're playing mm. are not upper echelon teams yeah. it's outside the Bengals. But you have and the Browns.
0: You have the Ravens who are playing well, they're winning games. They are winning games. And then on That's top all that of that you have the Browns two and two, and Deshaun Watson just missed this last game and yeah. he's going to come back and they are also going to be a good team. If you lose another two, three games in a row, you're done. Your season's done. over. You're and not starting one at that point, they five. might as
1: well shut down Burrow, maybe. Yeah, so, make sure
0: he's fully rested. Yeah. Actually. And
1: the, the whole thing with Jamar Chase right now is kind of interesting because he basically said, I'm effing open all the time. And he has put up good numbers, but not the numbers we've been accustomed to seeing him in the last couple of
0: years. Well, he's had two good games.
1: But also two really bad games. Yeah. And a lot of that is game script. Yeah, that's true. true a lot too. of
0: that is game script. Those first two games of the season were really, really slow. This most recent one, he was. Oh, he was active. the man against the Rams. Well, he, he was, was the, the man. Against, he was the man against the Titans too. He was seven for seventy-three. But, but it's they didn't, not, he didn't look dominant. No, he didn't. Uh, like against still the Rams, well. he, still he
1: looked well. like his old self from last year. The way he was making plays and catches.
0: Well, I think we're judging the first two games pretty harshly in there too, because it's had it's been he had one game where he blew up. Uh, he's had two pretty slow games, and then this last game it was a pretty decent game. But I think the biggest issue is he hasn't scored a touchdown. No, he's not been involved in the scoring, and I mean they just scored three points. And it you makes can't sense. blame him for
1: that because there's Reds' offense is atrocious. They're Third down percent is terrible, too.
0: Yeah, it's it's not looking good for this team. Yeah,
1: and we'll circle around this, but I do want to make this comment because before Joe Burrow got good, I never thought Zach Taylor was a good If it wasn't for that year when they had that miraculous run of making it to the Super Bowl against the Rams, that year saved Jack- Zach Taylor's career. That's fair. Because I don't think Zach Taylor was going to be a head coach if they don't do that run the last two years. right? And maybe that's starting to show up a little bit more too now. Maybe the league is kind of catching up to the way they play as the Bengals and he's not making the correct adjustments because you can kind of see their games is they're not really changing anything up in the second half. Their play calling and everything is very similar. And I know a lot of that has to do with game script and them being down by 20 points in the first half a lot of times. Yeah, they're
0: struggling. They got to fix a lot of things. Let's uh, go across the division, though, because we're talking about how they need to panic against... Ravens and Browns? Yeah, the two teams that played each other, one of them looking much better than the other. My Ravens preseason pick that they were going to finish the last of the division? I told you that wasn't true. Granted, it was still like a 9-8 and eight record, or like an 8-9 record. If they didn't have Lamar, I would
1: believe that. Lamar is... Lamar's up- carrying the steam. Lamar's carrying the steam. That's what we expected. Now, if he gets hurt, whole different story because that's what happened with the Browns. Um, DTR um, is not a good quarterback. No, not at all. I, he's very raw. And Deshaun Watson, I think, would have at least done better against this Ravens oh, defense. Oh, he absolutely would. Because the, this Ravens
0: defense isn't good. Well, the thing that surprised me most about this game is not necessarily any defenses. It's how Lamar Jackson kind of tore apart this strong Browns defense with all the injuries that this team has.
1: Yeah, but I think he's historically played good against the Browns.
0: He has, yeah, he has. But still, nonetheless, it just this year I, it, I'm particularly impressed maybe it's because we have a podcast and we're talking about it that's but, fair but it's just it blows me away a little bit to just kind of see this is probably the best football I've seen Lamar play in the past few years since his
1: MVP year yeah
0: I think the same thing
1: and their team is very hurt right now yeah. no Odell uh, Mark Andrews is the number one option there's no Josh Dageb, no
0: um, J.K. Dobbins yeah, yeah. I,
1: they had the same first letter and yeah,
0: then Gus got hurt too Gus
1: Edwards got hurt again too J.K. Dobbins got hurt again they brought up Melvin Gordon well, yeah they had Black like the yeah, squad and the, then Justice the Hill is there. This is what happens every year, it feels like. They, yeah. These running backs don't stay alive. And a lot of it then is reliant on Lamar. And then, you know, Bateman is doing decent. There's no Odell. So I think that's a big problem. But they're still winning without him.
0: Yeah. And it's because of Lamar. Yeah. Now, now if you're the Browns, I don't think there's a reason to panic. No, yet. you
1: can punt this game because you didn't yeah. have Deshaun Watson there. Miles Garrett left the game early with a foot injury.
0: There's still Todd second in the division with the Steelers. And the
1: way the AFC is playing right now, there's a right. lot of teams that are still in the hunt. Yeah. No one's really carried and taken it over outside the Chiefs, the Jets. I'm sorry, uh, the Chiefs, Bills, and Dolphins. Dolphins are going to make it, yeah. Those are the three teams that are really the upper echelon of the AFC, and those are the three teams we picked to be really good to begin with.
0: And. So, I mean, you look at it, too. So the Browns have a bye week coming up. So Deshaun Watson gets extra time Mm -hmm. to recover. Now, granted, they play the 49ers the first week they come back. So that could also be a test of just how good this Browns team is. But it's going to be a tough game coming back. They start the season two and three. It's all good. That's the hardest game of the season for them, probably. It
1: helps that the rest of their division is playing bad right now. The yeah. Steelers are two and two. The Bengals are one and three. They got to worry about the Ravens since they lost the first game against them. Yeah, but
0: I mean, you were out of starting quarterback, and Nick Chubb has only been gone really a I was about week to say you forget Nick Chubb too. I mean, to this that. offense.
1: Amari yeah. Cooper had what one catch I think this game? Yeah, I mean, one
0: for nine yards.
1: Yeah, so you can kind of punt this game for them. Yeah. Now, the issue is when they get back against the 49ers and then...
0: Just play well. You don't have to win that game, but play well. and then It's kind of a building block for them the rest of the season. If they play well, I feel really confident they're going to make the playoffs. But if they look like they are struggling, especially if Deshaun Watson is healed and healthy, then we're talking about a bubble team for the playoffs, maybe. But yeah, they play a couple of easy games in a row after that, I think. I think they play the Cardinals, they play the Colts.
1: Yeah, so after the after their bye, they play the 49ers at home. Then they play the Colts on the road, the Seahawks on the road, uh-huh. the Cardinals at home, and then they've got two division games with the Ravens and Steelers.
0: So after the 49ers, they have three winnable games. Yeah. And Seahawks might be tough, but I think they're on the same like tier level as the Seahawks.
1: Offensively? I think
0: just overall. Overall, yeah. Overall, okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's
1: fair. They should definitely beat the Cardinals. I think the wild cards are going to be the Colts. No, I, I
0: think that the Colts are the easiest game there. I think they should beat the Cardinals and the Colts. They should beat them, but the Colts are scrapped. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's hard to say. It, but it's I, the Colts.
1: it it yes, but uh, it's definitely a team to watch out for and see what they're doing going forward.
0: There's a, if they start
1: two and three, yeah, you're right. They're not too bad. But no they reason to can't worry. Can't go into a little bit of a skid.
0: You yeah, they can't skid and lose most of those games. They need to try to win two of those. Before next they play three, the Ravens and
1: Steelers, they got to go two and one. Yeah. They if they go one and two or zero oh and three. Then they're then they're in trouble. Oh, and three,
0: they're in bad shape. Yeah. Anyway, next game is uh, actually that game I was talking about with a wide receiver hating on his quarterback. It's AJ Brown uh, yes. and Jalen Hurts, and they seem to have made up the past two weeks. Oh yeah, AJ Brown
1: is starting to look like the top five wide receiver we thought he was going to be this year, yeah, or top ten wide receiver. Is yeah. Over. yeah. So
0: whatever they're doing to make it up, it's working. <laughs> I mean, uh, he, I, he caught nine balls from Jalen Hurts, which is a lot of balls for one man to catch. Two touchdowns, so they scored twice, which is more than I've scored the past couple of weeks, and 175 yards off it. So it's as many times as Travis Kelsey scored last week, and (laughs) he only had one touchdown. (laughs) Now him and Hurts have been dialed in. Their connection's been good. And yeah. it's it's good to see because AJ Brown is a stud. He is just a big, strong wide receiver. It's two strong men hanging out with each other is always fun to <sighs> watch, especially man, on national yeah. television. The fact
1: that Hurts can squat 600 pounds is ridiculous, yeah. and he's been doing that since he was 18 years old. When it's I heard that, like, enough. I'm sorry, I definitely understand why some of these guys are athletes now when I hear a story yeah. like that. But
0: can go on to the other side of the ball. Manders this looked good. Was, Same how did? Well, design. I was going to talk about um, the Eagles' defense. Oh, you want to go defense? Yeah. All right. It needs to tighten up for the Eagles. Big time. It's. I mean, Hassan Reddick's really the only guy that's being consistent. On oh, top Jalen Carter. That, Jalen, Jalen, Jalen Carter's Carter. having
1: a good rookie year. He's putting his name for defense rookie of the year along
0: with uh, Will Anderson. And then I believe one of their guys, they had three sacks this week. They did. But the rest of the defense, oh my God, they miss C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Yeah. And we've seen it all season how bad they miss him, but it's clear as day. It's four games in a row that his absence is more than just hurting. It is killing them. And the reason why these games are close is because they are attacking their weak. Oh, yeah, because I think, well,
1: C.J. Gardner-Johnson's like a top-five safety in the league to begin with. Yeah, And
0: Darius Slay is 32-33. Their
1: other um, corner is kind of young, too, I think. Yeah. Um,
0: I can't remember the name of I can't of the remember guy. his
1: name. I feel like his dad played in the NFL, too. Uh, but
0: they cl- have clear weaknesses. They have a big weakness on defense. We've been so talking about ball. it, too, for the last couple weeks that they're oh, just... James Bradford.
1: Oh, that's, that's who
0: it was. That's why. It's so... Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah so this defense needs to shore up it's not as dominant as it was last year i know they're getting sacks and pressures but this team on defense doesn't look the same and when you give up 31 points to the commanders especially a last minute touchdown to tie the game mm. as the clock goes out if i'm eagles fans and i'm eagles
0: players i would be a little worried right now about this team see i'm not worried yet but let's keep in mind this commander's team has excuse me they have eric Bieniemy. As yeah. this offensive coordinator. Scary Terry's good. Jahan Dotson is good, as he showed last year. This running back room on their side of the ball, it seems to be dynamic. And Sam Howell, you were just about to talk about him. I'm going to go ahead and let you say what you wanted to say about Sam Howell.
1: I was just going to say he's playing a lot better than people expected. I mean, Ron Rivera gave him high praise at the beginning of the off preseason, saying, I wish we saw him earlier because he could be the guy for them. Yeah. And he played great. That... 2 minutes really did. I don't care. I mean, you could have a crappy ass defense and secondary. You still got to make plays. Yeah. And he made those throws immaculate. I mean, he looked great. Well, what it matters
0: is and I think you we both heightened on this a little bit just now when we were talking about the Eagles defense, but this offensive line is fucking atrocious.
1: Oh, it's really bad. Jalen Hurts has been running a lot more outside
0: scripted. Oh, no, I'm talking about Sam Howell. Oh,
1: Sam Howell. Oh, yeah, yeah sorry. I thought you meant the Eagles offensive line being bad. No,
0: no, no, I'm talking about the, the commanders. Don't talk about LC. Outside. There you talk about the beard. Yeah. Okay. His mom will hit you. Zach yeah. Wilson will come after you. <laughs> no, it, it was such a bad offensive line, and Sam Howell's able, like you said, to make those plays and score 31 mm-hmm. points now, despite being draped on yep. by large men the entire game. Oh, yeah,
1: he was running for his life a good amount, too, but...
0: I don't know why I keep making sexual innuendos when it comes to the Eagles roster. I don't know why either. It's fine.
1: You got <laughs> to think for them, I guess.
0: That's why. No, Jalen Hurts is just handsome. <laughs> I think um, the Commanders team is definitely shocking people, Rick. Not me. <laughs> well, the way they're winning games. Well, the way they're staying in them and winning and competing with against teams that they shouldn't be competing against yeah. outside of the Bills last week. And I think they also beat... They beat uh, the Cardinals. They, they beat, beat the Cardinals. That's it. They beat the Giants? No, they're 2-2. Two two. They're 2-2. Two two. They beat... Cardinals. I think they beat the Giants in the Cardinals. No,
1: they didn't beat the Giants. That's the one game they lost. Remember, that was the 28 point deficit they. That they that was the Cardinals that did that. Cardinals' job.
0: No, look it up real quick. I'm curious yeah. now. Because they lost to the Bills. They lost to the Eagles. They beat the Cardinals. Are you sure it wasn't the Giants? Yeah. Broncos. Broncos. Oh, okay, that's fine. That was
1: the game where <laughs> Russell Wilson tried to make the two pointer because he made the Hail Mary catch, but then they lost the two pointer. Oh, yeah. By the game.
0: But they're winning these close games. Yeah. And then they are competing where we kind of would expect them to not compete. Yep. They play the Bears next week, so yeah. you know what's going to happen. I'm going to call this now. They're playing them on I Thursday just have night. A feeling? Why
1: is this game on Thursday what night? What the
0: hell? Why? I'll call it now. I think the Bears.
1: Honestly, I don't even know if I want to watch that.
0: Game. I'll watch it because, I mean, I'm... morbid
1: curiosity wants me to watch <laughs> yes, it more than being an
0: NFL fan. That's why I watched the Broncos Bears game. No, but
1: that game you <laughs> knew was going to be entertaining because it was two shitty teams. This game, I don't know
0: what to say for this game. It's not the Titans. No. It's not the Saints. By the way, they played week one. That game was atrocious. That's the least entertaining game I've seen all season. Anyway, we're getting caught off track. Uh, Let's Let's talk more about how sexy this Eagles. I mean, let's talk about the next uh, game. Let's move (laughs) on. Let's talk about the Patriots-Cowboys. Yeah,
1: let's go there. The Cowboys... Won this game like they were supposed to.
0: Yeah, there's not really a lot to say. We've talked about how Mike the defense got disappeared. Hurt for a while. Oh, good.
1: Yeah, but this was... A, Christian Gonzalez getting hurt for the Patriots is huge. Yeah. He was making defense rookie of the year um, points from the way he shut down a lot of wide receivers this year, especially <laughs> in their own division going against Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, and Stephon Diggs and everyone. Mm-hmm. They were making some... He was making noise there.
0: Well, I just think it's a good thing. Mainly that the Cowboys just bounced back from last week because not they only had to. us, everyone else was thinking two weeks ago we were saying this defense looked like it could take Anybody. just an average offense to a Super Bowl. Yep. And then last week happened and it was like, okay, what the hell you happened? can't make those mistakes. Exactly. What the hell happened? And then this week it looks good again. And we know it's this good. Can you do this all season long? And all playoff long? Because you're going to bring in doubts again that you're just going to lose in the wild card. Or, or the against the 49 Yeah, I was going like to say, who, by the way, deal. they play next week. That's going to be a huge game. That's my game of the week. Because I want to see, I think it's going to be hilarious. If the 49ers win, because you're going to hear the Cowboys fans cry, and I think it's going to be really exciting if the Cowboys wins because there's a narrative. Just like there's a narrative with the 49ers and the Packers, there's a narrative right now with the 49ers and the Cowboys. It's and just that's funny the game that I that watch.
1: narrative is there because that's the same narrative that was there 30 years ago when the 49ers and Cowboys always went against each other that's and the so Cowboys true. and the Packers went against each other all those years ago. Yeah. And the 49ers and the Packers, it's funny how that's cyclical. Oh,
0: no, yeah, I, I love it. I hate that the Packers come out on the bottom every time, but hey, it is what it is. I'll say this about the Cowboys, though, just overall, outside of their defense. Their defense scored two touchdowns, by the way.
1: They are winning games. That's how they do lead the league in turnovers the last couple years.
0: Yeah, but this offense, so it was balanced by Dak, who threw for 261 yards and a touchdown. Um, So far, though, Deuce Vaughn has looked really ineffective, and I believe Tony Pollard only got 11 touches this past week. Which is not nearly enough.
1: But I think this is the game. You can look at game script and the way the game was going. That they probably didn't need to throw Pollard out there that much. That's true. And I. You kind of have to look at it in that factor too. When you're up 35 points, or even, I'm sorry, they were up 28 to 3 in the first half. In situations like that, you're not going to play Pollard that much in the second half. You're not going to really have Dak out there throwing that. Sure, much. I thought
0: Dak played all right though.
1: 28 30. Yeah, he had a good game, but I still think he's or the, the guy there that's going to hold this team back.
0: Yeah, that's true. You have CeeDee Lamb there. And CeeDee Lamb did all
1: right. He didn't have a great game either, really.
0: That's true, but CeeDee Lamb is talented. He is There's very no talented. Jake Ferguson, the tight end, though, he also looks good. There's mm. multiple weapons on the team. Jake Ferguson had a career game. Seven catches, 77 yards. He that led is the pretty team. good. Do yeah. so, you have any touchdowns? No. no.
1: Okay. The only touchdown came from uh, CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, that's fair. But
0: um, talking about the Pats... Uh, it looks like they might be moving they on from Mac, Mac Jones. Jones. Yeah,
1: sorry, I don't mean to cut you off That's there. okay.
0: No, I, I, I don't know if Bailey Zappi is the answer. But what's going on there? What do you think is going to happen? they going to run with Mac the rest of the year or no? There's been a lot of reports coming out that Mac Jones is not the greatest teammate
1: and other stuff going on, apparently. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think I've read some tweets and articles about it. I'm not sure how much I believe it right now, but it does say something where you took him out and you put Billy, Billy Zapka. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, But you threw him out there, and some of this might just be the fact that you don't want to put your quarterback in a bad situation when you're down by 35 so quickly. True.
0: Well, the other thing is, too, is— They're
1: going to be looking for a new quarterback.
0: Oh, 100%, and they might have a top five pick. Yeah. They might be that team that we said was going to be at the bottom of the division very comfortably. Oh, After yeah. the first three weeks, us sitting here saying their defense looks solid, this team just kind of looks... It took one week, and they're not winning games. They beat the Jets by five, a score of 15-10, with Zach Wilson playing like dog shit. I was about to say, beating the
1: Jets... Doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It, yeah. So it's it almost looks bad. beat the Eagles. That was Mac Jones' best game, I think. Was, he was yeah. making throws. But we talked about the Eagles having a bad secondary and other situations that gave them that opportunity to come back. Oh, yeah. I think overall. This Patriots team has been bad a lot, and it does add to that discussion of which one was more important, Brady or Belichick. I'm on the fence of saying they both had a 50-50 mix in there, because those teams they had back in the day, they were stacked on defense. Granted, their offense wasn't very good, and that's where Brady really shined, but that defense that Belichick had those years, Teddy Bruschi, uh, Kyle Van Noy, Vince Wolfork, yeah, all the uh, keep to leave, Jarrell Revis.
0: They were just so they were artfully so crafted. Good. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. He's such a high-IQ defensive-minded coach. It's amazing. He's probably the best defensive-minded coach in NFL history. Probably, but
1: that doesn't
0: doesn't change the fact that this team is one of the worst teams in the NFL right now. Oh, yeah. They're probably going to tank a little bit for a quarterback, probably against Bill's wishes.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, I would say Robert Kraft's wishes more than Bill. Bill, I don't think.
0: Yeah, probably cares that much. That's true. At this point, Bill
1: knows he's going to be there. If he leaves, it's not going to be because he's fired. It's yeah. going to be because he, he wants retires. to leave.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on move to, to the... the last. Oh, did you want to stay on this game? A little uh, bit?
1: No, I want to stay. No, I think that's pretty much for this game. That's yeah.
0: well, We've got a couple more games to talk about, too, I believe.
1: I say we go Chiefs-Jets next. Sunday night game. jets
0: God, I'm going to get all worked up now.
1: I know. That's why I want to go there. He is, honestly, we've both been worked up a lot during
0: the show today. That's true. Our teams have sucked. My little brother can't shit on me like that again. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Chiefs-Jets, I am so done with the Chiefs. I'm a Chiefs-hater the rest of the season. You are not convincing me that the Chiefs don't get calls anymore in the NFL. That was ridiculous. We all know the two calls that I'm talking about. The, the phantom holding call, holding call yeah. that was fabricated where he ran by two guys untouched. And even before then, it was just typical wide receiver hands on a guy. It was a good fight, and, like, there was no hold there. The other one, so I I, I wrote down who did it. Um, I believe, yeah, C.J. Mosley was the guy who had the holding call called on him, the phantom holding call. And then, I think it was before that, was
1: Chiefs offensive lineman
0: Donovan Smith. Yeah, offensive lineman Donovan Smith, who clearly held the uh, Jets rusher. Yep. Who got in behind him mm-hmm. and was waving to the ref, Just saying, trying to get out? Yeah, and he wasn't Mahomes getting out. Is three yards to the right of him, mm-hmm. and he he's well past the defensive lineman. Yeah, and then right or after that, they convert lineman. a
1: third and twenty-two and yep. basically win the game.
0: Yeah, it put them in range. Yep. to win that game. Yeah.
1: Now playing devil's advocate, the Chiefs. I mean, the Jets also got some good calls on their side. The safety that was not a safety. They got the Jets got in favor of that, and that changed the momentum because they sure. get two points, get another field goal, but. I think the biggest story from this is really Zach Wilson playing him good, for one.
0: Outside of the bullshit, yes. I absolutely Well, I mean a positive
1: storyline. This is something where you can kind of look at Zach Wilson on game tape and say, brother, if you can play like this for the rest of the season. We're not telling you to play like Aaron Rodgers. We're not telling you to play like Alex Allen, uh or any of these quarterbacks. But if you play like this against the Chiefs defense that is very underrated, yeah. they can win games.
0: Yeah, they can. He, I think, went uh, 28 for 39, 245 and two touchdowns, and he looked good. And I know there's a meme yeah. going around that Mrs. Kelsey was there. And, and he got his
1: hots <laughs> for yeah, the Milfs.
0: you know. So it's fine. But, like, he did look good. And it's something to at least be happy about Hopefully the Jets can turn it around because there's a lot of talent on this team, even with Zach Wilson playing.
1: They made Patrick Mahomes look normal.
0: He had two interceptions. Patrick and Mahomes both interceptions. looks like meh all season long, right? Now. But I agree. They looked him made him look human. Yeah. Very human. Thank God. because
1: But that's good defenses, though. And that's probably the best defense he's going to play against all year. What's the rest of his schedule look like? Uh, I know they play the Bills, but I you mean, and I disagree with the Bills defense and where they actually stack on. That's
0: fair. Yeah, I, I think they're pretty solid. I know you think that they're just middling. They're up. Yeah. I think good. they're definitely one of the better defenses so in the NFL. So they
1: actually have a very tough schedule going forward.
0: Let's see. They play the Vikings next week. That's a joke. The but Broncos is a joke. The Broncos, but then they play the Chargers. The Chargers will be up by 20 and then lose. Yeah, probably. The Broncos again. The Broncos
1: are bad. But then they play the Dolphins. Okay. The Chiefs. I mean, the sorry, Eagles. The Eagles. I can't read. Uh, the Raiders, should they should destroy the Raiders. Packers is an interesting game.
0: That, yeah, it's in Lambeau. We'll see. In December. Yeah, exactly. Then they play the
1: Bills, but they're playing the Bills at home, which helps
0: them out. Yeah. And then they got the Bengals on New Year's Eve. If the Bengals are playing well, finally. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, they close the season off with the Chargers away. So their schedule isn't hard, but that's
1: because half the games are division up. game.
0: And then after these next few games, their season really picks up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that
1: offense is the... It's interesting that we're talking more about the Chiefs' offensive questions than their defense.
0: Yeah, it is odd. And it's kind of fun talking about it like that because it makes it seem human. And you don't like talking about it like it's Tom Brady and the Patriots all the time.
1: Yeah, it's... uh, Their offense needs help. I agree. Pacheco is looking good, but he's... He's good. Yeah, yeah, he's good. I'm surprised they're not using McKinnon as much as they normally use him. Yes, yeah. McKinnon actually helped him win those playoff games in the second half of the season last year. He was like that. Maybe third down or for the playoffs. Back. Maybe. Mm. Kelsey is Kelsey. He's going to get his yards, his touchdowns. So, yeah, something
0: feels different with this offense in a negative way.
1: The thing is just that they don't have a true number one outside of Kelsey. True. And, yeah. like, last year, Juju and MVS definitely helped him out. Yeah. And MVS is still there, but he's a deep threat couple yeah. catches guy he's, he's not a consistent yeah. eight nine guy He'll that's get gonna get eight nine seven yards yeah.
0: yeah meanwhile juju gets 700 800 because he just he has that ceiling where he could he's gotten 1400 passing yards before yeah. last game that we'll talk about from this past week before we talk about maybe some of the games next week just a few and buck then, saints uh, oh yeah buck saints and then we can shit talk some of my takes from the beginning of the year i know you want to do that I got a little bit of that. But we'll talk about my good ones, too. There's more good than bad. So the Bucks saints The Saints, I think, were finally exposed as the frauds they are, despite Derek Carr being gone. I still believe that they would have won, lost this game. Pretty convincingly. The Bucs' defense right now is performing very well. And Baker, uh, I think, in the three games that they've won, they've only allowed, at most, 17 points. And the game they lost, they allowed 25. So their defense has been solid every single game. They've not been exposed. And Baker Mayfield is playing very well.
1: It's a Todd Bowles defense. Yeah. A lot of blitzes, a lot of guys blitzing.
0: It's really effective. Very healthy this year, too, compared to last year, where they didn't have the yeah. defensive pieces being healthy. But they have no run game on offense, and so you're relying on Way Baker Mayfield. Well, no, Baker Mayfield's done well.
1: He's done well, but his opponents haven't been great either outside the Eagles, and the mm-hmm. Eagles was the one team that 25 exposed to 25-11, yeah. That was the team that exposed them, because no offense, the Vikings aren't good on defense. The Saints are. The Saints are good on defense, I will give
0: you that. That was more surprising that the Saints couldn't shut them down. Baker play, that was his best game of the season. Yes. And what's wild was it was also the game without Mike Evans. He had Chris Godwin, and Chris Godwin caught eight balls for 114 yards. No touchdowns. But what we saw was, oh, Mike Evans is out. That's okay. I can still lead this team. You can. To drive the ball down the field and score. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's. I'm not saying there's stars. I'm just saying that Us, along with probably a lot of other people, were dead wrong. Oh,
1: yeah. We basically said this was the most boring team in the NFL. Yeah, and we were And they were doing rebuild. But I want to see if Baker can keep this up the whole season. That's a big question. Because we've seen this from Baker, where he has flashes of being a good quarterback. But then by the end of the season, it's the same old Baker, a lot of turnovers, making stupid mistakes, not throwing the ball very well downfield. So that's
0: my biggest question mark, is whether or not this
1: can be sustained the whole season.
0: Well, he's got four games on the season. And I think he's got a passer rating of 101.5. Which is good. Good radio station, yeah. too, in this area. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Only two turnovers, the two interceptions.
1: And they both came last week? No, I think
0: they came. One, one was definitely last one week. One was last week and one was this week. Well, okay. That believe, says yeah.
1: how much I've watched. Well, This is what happens if I don't watch football a week. All right? My, but it looks good. My knowledge isn't as good as it normally is. <laughs> yeah,
0: whatever. The Saints no need to panic, really. Um, but they certainly have to keep an eye on the Falcons and the oh, Bucks. No, I think
1: they need to panic. Because
0: if Derek Carr panic. is out a couple of weeks, they could be in the bottom cell of the division very quickly. A panic. No, but... But, yeah, it does depend. If Derek Carr is out for multiple multiple weeks then yes, yes this
1: team is different with Derek Carr yeah it
0: is They'll I think they would have
1: gave it a closer run for their money and this might have been a 26 21 game with Derek Carr there yeah and no then we it would have been, been talking about game.
0: Baker Mayfield playing so good I think we still would have been talking about Baker Mayfield playing yes
1: and well. no but I think then you would also been making the case more for the defense. maybe to
0: some extent yeah. but also at the same time Baker is playing well and that yes. cannot be overstated because it's something a lot of people didn't expect
1: as a Steelers fan I still hate his guts I know as a Browns quarterback, and I've seen him play so much, I think he's slightly overrated.
0: I never thought he was a bottom-of-the-barrel quarterback, though. He
1: played like it out of one good year in his career. He had a lot of bad... No, His rookie year was a good year. He was decent, but his... Third year where he beat us in the playoffs and had that yeah. miraculous run of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb both being really good. Amari Cooper doing a great job. But I mean, that's
0: why I thought that he was at least a decent I'm not saying he's a good quarterback.
1: Yeah, he's top fifteen like we talked about. He's right, right now in the he's top fifteen yeah. so far this season. He's like right at fifteen, I think. Yeah. All
0: right. So this week's in the books. Yep. We're done with week four forever. We're not gonna talk about it ever again.
1: We got week five coming up, <laughs> and there's some big games. You got Jags, Bills, Ravens, Steelers,
0: Texans, Falcons, Texans,
1: Falcons, Eagles, game. Rams, Chiefs, Vikings. Cowboys 49ers. So uh start off with a London game. Jags, Bills. That's a huge game really for the AFC. Yeah. I think this this is gonna be another big game for the Bills defense to show up. It's in London. The we know who the
0: Texans are rooting for. Oh yeah, Texans want to lead this division.
1: Yeah, if the Jags lose. I mean, that's gonna be an interesting fight for the whole year. That would can...
0: be really interesting, and that's why I put this down as a big game yeah. too, because it's got real divisional implications. Well, it's got AFC implications really because
1: mm-hmm. the Chiefs, if the Bills go three and two, the Dolphins win. I mean, you're gonna see them. The Chiefs are
0: right there, yeah.
1: three and one two. I mean, there's a lot of teams right now.
0: This is supposed to be a game, two against two of the top AFC team. Yeah. And Jags kind of are They're finding their way slouching.
1: They're kind of getting there. They don't really know what they have yet with Ridley and this offense, I feel like. True. I think getting Ridley is great, but they haven't found him, found either what kind of player they want him to be. Yeah. Do they want him to be a true number one where they just feed him the ball the whole game? Or are they going to sporadically give him plays where the plays are designed specifically for him? yeah to do his thing
0: agreed now the other game let's let's keep going down Raven the list Steelers. here yeah so that's Raven Steelers is the second game on the docket that we're interested in too yeah. I'll let you take that over as yeah. a divi- big divisional game but uh that's yeah. the main reason why it's a big game
1: yep I, I spoke to my dad about this it was kind of funny we were talking about Raven Steelers and it doesn't have the same moxie um, or fight that it used to have in the early 2000s and late 2010s really um, the NFL has changed since then too but this rivalry is still huge but there's not a lot of players from either team that are still there yeah I think Hayward is the only player that's there from the original days when Ben and Flacco were still there and yeah he's not even playing uh big division game because if Kenny Pickett doesn't play and Mitch Trubisky's playing we can basically say they're a Steelers I team.
0: think they're gonna lose either but, way and I actually think you'll all be better with Mitch Trubisky but, but that's my opinion but
1: I will say this TJ Watt against the Ravens always makes plays
0: oh uh, yeah I'm excited to watch him play every week
1: yeah I think if we're gonna win this game it's on defense yeah and running because the Ravens defense isn't very good Joshua Kyle Hamilton okay and Patrick week, Ween, finally, are two big guys, and Roquan Smith, obviously, mm. but...
0: It's on the back of the, the defense and stopping Lamar. <laughs>
1: yeah, which we always done well. Simple Lamar does not have a good record against the Pittsburgh Steelers, really.
0: Well, we're going to see. It, yeah. uh, he's probably 500. but... Yeah, yeah. Texans-Falcons. Oh, I don't I know. Game. Uh, same. I am so excited for this game. Texans-Falcons, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, this game is really... <laughs>
0: I'm like so said, excited. And I
1: think it has to do with how good the Texans are playing. Yeah. The Falcons with B. John Robinson. And that
0: running game touch running uh, games. Algiers great. great. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think uh, this is a game that's going to surprise people, and it might mm. be a little high scoring. I, 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 I want to see whether over. or not Desmond Ritter against this Tekken. Tek- We've been talking about him for a while, and like we said, I think the running game is going to be there, but if they get into a hole...
0: He's just a constant weekly loser, and the Texans could run the score up on him if they get down early.
1: That's what I'm saying. If this gets to be a 14 nothing game in the first quarter and a half... Mm. The plan for the Falcons is out the window, and this can be very similar to what happened when they played the Lions.
0: Will the Falcons need to stick with the run? Yes. Even if they're down. You have two running backs. Use them both.
1: They can use them in the receiving game if you have to, yeah. but then you're going back to Desmond Ritter. And whether well, yeah, or not, you, you have, good enough. you have
0: Drake London and Kyle Pitts, and you see how that well what, that works out. So you're running the ball 45 times this game. BJ, Bijan Robinson's running 20-plus times. So is Tyler Algier. And, and so's the, the third running times. back too. And you probably pass it twenty yeah. times sparingly. You run it a lot.
1: Yeah. And that's where CJ Stroud beats him in the air. I was about to say the Texans defense isn't great against the run, but they're decent.
0: Yeah. It's gonna be a fun game. Eagles, Rams. Who do you like here? I've told you my surprise pick of the week and it's this game. Yeah. I've got the Rams beating the Eagles this game. I'm
1: not gonna lie, I think this game's gonna be good, but it's not a crazy game I'm looking forward to watching compared to the other ones we've mentioned. That's fair.
0: This is one of the ones that I am most excited about. I think about. Puka
1: Nakua is gonna be the guy you want to watch for this game.
0: I I'd like this whole Rams offense. I have to be off off honest with you. I like Puka Nakua. I love Kieran Williams. Two two out. Well is a good wide receiver. Take be as good as a tight end. And there's a chance that Cooper Cup comes back. And if he's back too, then I am Damn well, he's going to sure be a snap count. Game. No, he will be. was only
1: going to play maybe 20, 30 snaps. Yeah, but it's Cup
0: and Stafford, and we've very, seen very they true. had that connection, the triple yeah. crown connection. Eagles, on the other
1: hand, they need to win this game to stay in the division, really. It's going to be 4-0. tough. They're one of the – I think it's only them and the 49ers that are 4-0 in the NFL right now. Yeah, I think so. AFC doesn't have anybody. No, yeah, it's Um, the Eagles
0: and the 49ers. Those are the only two left, you're right.
1: Yeah, so I think Eagles want to win this game because honestly, the way they won last week, they're going to get some momentum there. Mm -hmm. But it's a little bit of a wake-up call to say, you know what, we've actually got to play good in all three facets of the game. We can't be bad on defense and special teams and just hope our offense keeps us in it.
0: Yeah, this is just my upset alert game for the week because I think that everyone is still sleeping on the Rams.
1: I think the Rams do have a better chance of winning this game, especially how they've been playing the last couple weeks.
0: weeks. And we've talked about the Eagles weakness on defense yeah. and you are going to have multiple wide receivers exposing it on the Rams side of the ball. Oh yeah. And the Rams defense has been a little better than people thought it was going Slightly to be. Slightly better. But that's it's supposed also... to be crap. It's compared to last year. Yes. Crummy. Last <laughs> year they year. were crap. So that's yeah. what we're basing it on. It's better.
1: Yeah.
0: Chiefs Vikings. The reason I picked this game is because of how the Chiefs just played and how bad badly kirk just played and we know he's better than well
1: i think the panthers defense like we've said the panthers defense is a very good defense yeah but i also they think are disrespected in that regard I and mean, then we didn't really talk about that panthers vikings game because there wasn't much to talk about really
0: no i mean i watched the whole game pretty closely and i was a little bit of turnover here panthers scored on defense vikings got a defensive touchdown too. jay jetta doing his job and like jay always. jetta is really the only person on this vikings offense that was addison able to had do no, it. no no addison targets. had no looks uh, but I think they're going to have two running backs playing next game, and I think it's going to be a pretty balanced offense. And the Chiefs—they just look like they struggle so much. Like they are just on offensive si- on the offensive side of the ball, they look human. Well- and this we've is... seen Kirk Cousins the first three weeks, how good he was. Second in passing, I think, or
1: third in yeah. passing, I think.
0: He's an elite quarterback yeah. right now, and he's doing better than Mahomes. A lot of people are doing better than Mahomes.
1: Well, it doesn't hurt that they have J.J. Uh,
0: that's another thing, too. And they Addison. have the best wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah. Addison's a good compliment. My
1: thing is is whether or not this game is going to be very similar to the Bears' Chiefs, only in this case the Vikings score more than the Bears. Because the Vikings' pass offense is got awful, and their D-line is decent.
0: Vikings' pass defense or awful? I mean, pass I uh. Defense. Defense. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, they only have to mark one guy, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Then the last game, I think, will be the best game of the week. I I know I said I have a big upset game, and I love a lot of these games. I really do. But uh, this one is my favorite. (laughs) We talked about it earlier the Cowboys 49ers. Oh, I
1: think this is my favorite game of the week.
0: Yeah. It's mine as well. Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of people. I
1: mentioned to you before, I'm a closet 49ers fan. So outside the Steelers (laughs) and Ravens, (laughs) listen, I like Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Deion Sanders all those guys growing up. I used to watch highlights of them and those were my first football plays I would watch.
0: You're a Yankee fan too. Such a bandwagon. Okay, you know what? So, tell tell me about this game. What are you excited for?
1: I'm excited just from the fact there's two great defenses. You got two good running backs. Yeah. Brock Purdy's been playing amazing right that's now. He's awesome. technically in the MVP discussion for quarterbacks right now, I
0: think. You I'm you have to so put him excited there. For him. He's so good. Yeah,
1: And I think if Micah Parsons isn't playing this week, that's going to be big because no Trayvon Diggs, obviously. So, Debo and Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle.
0: And let's see. And Christian McCaffrey, too. Yeah. And I mean, I guess we'll see how good the. Cowboys' defenses without Michael Parsons if he's if not If he doesn't playing. play. But I think he's going to play. I want to see him play Oh, yeah. Game. I want him to be healthy.
1: The yeah. Niners are the fun. most complete team in the NFL. Oh,
0: no, easily. 100%. No There's one
1: no disagreement that. there. No. Their biggest thing is Just whether or not they can the stay bills, healthy.
0: But I prefer the 49 Yeah,
1: but the 49ers 40. are better. than yeah. Purdy. Uh, Alan's way better incredible. than Purdy. No, Bur- Purdy's playing phenomenal. Well. Well. Yeah. yeah, But right now, in the way the system is set up for them, mm. he can play that way. Oh,
0: yeah. I agree. Yeah. And then there's the four teams on the bye, the Browns. I think it's a good reason thing. They have a bye. Yep, Watson can recover. Chargers need to figure it out. I like they're gonna figure it out. Staley's gonna be gone by the end of the year. Oh yeah, and then Seahawks. Uh, I think this is. It's good and bad.
1: Yeah, well, honestly, playing the Giants kind of helps them out because you know.
0: Well, Geno Smith can recover, but at the same time, they feel like they have a lot of momentum right now. So I wouldn't want a bye week if I were them. Yeah, right.
1: you kind of want to have your bye weeks later in the season, and the fact you have it this early kind of hurts them going forward a little bit.
0: And I agree The same thing with the Bucks here too yeah. I think it's a bad bye week for them they just won a really good game with a quarterback who's probably gotten a lot of confidence the past couple of weeks against a divisional rival and now you take a break Yeah, they have a lot of momentum bit, too but... and I, I would have had rather had them keep yeah. playing so
1: next segment we're going to do a little right writer- through the so, first fourth of the season to see who was right who was wrong in some of our takes oh
0: yeah I'm gonna so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna talk about all the Good things that I said before the season. And then Husson's going to shit on my views (laughs) that I said before the season. But a little bit of an ego boost, and then Husson's going to knock me down a peg. Just a bit. Just a tiny bit.
1: And then next week we'll do mine.
0: Oh, yeah, that's fair. (laughs) You can write yours up, too. First one I want to start with is... um, One that you were so adamantly against was how trash the Giants are. Okay, I never said they
1: were. I said they were median. And because of how bad (laughs) the
0: NFL was,
1: everybody's been telling me about this take. I said, listen, guys, I never said they were great. Mm -hmm. I said because of how bad the NFC was, they could make the playoffs at 7 and 9. But Barkley being... 7 and 10. 7 and 10. So 8 and 9? 8 and 9. Whatever. Same damn difference. They're not making the
0: playoffs at 7 Listen,
1: I'm grumpy right now, okay? But (laughs) You want to talk about baseball, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I do.
0: But the Giants are trash. I thought, Dad, we talked about it at length, and they are proving that they are not good. And I know Saquon Barkley's hurting them. And I'll say another one, since there's more right than wrong. I'll pair this with it as well. Another take I got right in this division is the Commanders being just a Little bit better than everyone expected.
1: Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. You were right on that one.
0: Yeah. Sam I put my faith in Sam Howell and Eric Biename and a defense that I thought was good from a couple of years ago, maybe not being totally ass this entire year. And right now, I mean it's it's done that. There's plenty of season left, but right now they're doing what they need to do to They're winning games. Build.
1: They're scoring a lot, that's for yeah. sure.
0: Eric Biename's helping with that. Oh yeah. All right. Shit on me! All righty. Which one do you want to talk about first? Let's do the Vikings. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I uh, that one we'll makes both, me happy that I'm wrong. <laughs> well, we were both
1: riling about this one. Technically, yeah. we both thought the Vikings would be a playoff team, but the way they're losing games right now—good God. God! I mean, they're it. 11-0 so and
0: one score games in this, this year. <laughs> they were—they're
1: uh, one in three. Yeah,
0: this is a Christmas gift for me, honestly. Yeah. I—I'm happy about it. Other
1: one was the Ravens will struggle yeah. this year. I think you need to look up Lamar Jackson stats, buddy.
0: I have. Yeah. I've (laughs) been high on him
1: since last week he looks incredible that's not what you did before the season started you said they were gonna be the worst team in that division eight
0: and nine (laughs)
1: that's a losing record in my book isn't it? i think eight and nine is losing isn't
0: it are they three and one right now yes they are yeah 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 it's fine there's plenty of games left they'll lose all of them
1: yeah they're not losing next week to pittsburgh not with no, they're
0: not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then another one. Oh, God, you're going with three in a row? You're already about to be out. Keep it in the division. G- give me the other one, too.
1: Bengals will roll this year.
0: Yeah, I thought I would. Yeah.
1: Well, granted, everybody thought that, but no one expected Joe Burrow to play this bad for, but still, not a very good take for I've you right now. I've been
0: advocating that that injury isn't even going to do anything. <laughs> and I was telling you the opposite. that buddy, yeah. <laughs>
1: as a Yankees fan that's seen a lot of calf and hamstrings on their players, that injury isn't hard to, combat. It's oh, hard no, to come back from. to no, I know.
0: From. Oh, it is.
1: And they're seeing it with Joe Burrow right now.
0: Yep. And like I said, like we both said, they should panic.
1: Yes. They're in big panic mode.
0: But you know who is in a bigger shithole than this team is a pick that I got right and actually went on people's Instagram accounts who were advocating for this team and tried to explain to them how wrong they were, was the Bears are going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. We both agreed on and that one. Yep, we both did. <laughs> and thankfully, I didn't need to explain it to you. Nope. Because apparently, even people who watch football... A needed, lot of people. Yeah, it, Like people who aren't even Bears fans, no fan base has talked this much trash before of a team who performed so bad for so long.
1: I'm I'm just gonna say this: the Fields was that good. Why they had the number one pick last year?
0: Yeah, agreed. Yes, yeah.
1: he was putting up godly fantasy football numbers. Yeah, but
0: yeah. I didn't have them. Yeah, I didn't. I yeah. But the other one from this division, I'll say, I got two right in this division. I only got one wrong. Was the Packers are going to compete for a playoff spot, and right now they are looking like a playoff team. I'm they're not saying like they're a decent playoff team. Yeah, I'm not saying they're a contender.
1: They're not. I think they could make it in at nine and eight.
0: Yeah, I think they could go ten and seven. Yeah. Yeah, and that's enough. I finally, for, got that one right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but. <laughs> No, but I, I love the Packers this year. I love what they're doing so far. And then uh, I'll let Husson take a uh, loser for, for me on this one. <laughs> Picking between the two?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go uh, Texans.
0: Texans, yeah.
1: CJ Stroud, only because you doubled down on this a few weeks later when you still said they were going to be bad. I gave you a chance to fix your pick a little bit.
0: When Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It when was, you said
1: they weren't going to win six games, and I said, I think they'll win at least six games. It right was now. after
0: week one because yep. I remember watching week two with my – Colts friend and I saw C.J. Stroud play and I came to you that week and I was like, C.J. Stroud is fucking good. Yep. He's a very good quarterback. I saw it the first week. I said, yeah. wow, this is actually pretty good against the Ravens. Yeah.
1: I mean, they were screwed from the beginning, but he still put up almost 300 yards.
0: It's not that I thought that the Texans were going to be like the worst team in the NFL. I wasn't ripping on them. It was just... I think you said this after the Colts game,
1: because the Colts game is the game they actually won. Yeah, but I just,
0: I didn't have any feeling of them winning many games. Well, you have to think, he's an Ohio
1: State quarterback, and we've seen how bad they
0: are. So we just put the stigma against him before he even played. And everyone was wrong about the Texans, too.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, no one was thinking they were going to be this good.
0: And now they might be a fucking playoff team.
1: Which is ridiculous. And Which I'm I love. I'm yeah, same.
0: And one of the ones I got right, let's see. The Rams are good. Yeah. I was yeah. high on them. Yes, you were. I was the only person high on them.
1: Yeah, a lot of people... Well, after Cooper Cup getting hurt, a lot of people's high points went down pretty there quick. There wasn't very many
0: high points even
1: with him, though. Fair. It's because of how bad they played last year. That's true. And Cooper Cup wasn't there, and Stafford wasn't there last yeah. year. Yeah.
0: Now, another one I'll say is... Um, the one everyone picked yeah. more than anyone else is the lion being in contention for not just a playoff spot, but to win the uh, NFC North. Oh,
1: I think they're probably. Yeah, I, agree. I think that
0: was the most popular
1: yeah. pick. Yeah,
0: And I definitely think everyone should own it if they picked it. I know you did. Yeah. You might have even been more high on it than me, honestly.
1: Yeah, I was on a lot of other players to begin with in the yeah. offseason, the draft they had.
0: Oh, yeah, they, like they did a great job.
1: Yep. And then your last wrong take was the bucks will finish last at the bottom of the nfc south but everyone kind of said that because yeah. baker mayfield and yeah you're coming off brady retiring officially and this team wasn't very good last year even with brady
0: they couldn't run the ball yeah but i think i said i don't even want to talk about this team <laughs>
1: yeah you said they were a boring team yeah yeah i also said they were kind of a boring team and i didn't expect much and i still don't know if this is real I am. think I yeah. we did real or fake last week, and yeah. I'm not sure if this is a real three-in-one What a team.
0: fever dream.
1: Yeah, I, I, that's what I feel like. Um,
0: Baker Mayfield has an effect on people with those commercials. Yeah. Now, I'll, I'll say the—how many do I have left? Oh, I know. So the last two, I think. Yeah, uh, were the Falcons are going to be an NFC South favorite. I think that one was kind of common, but um I think it was more so the Saints. Yeah, the I Saints remember, and Panthers there more than the Falcons. No, I, I did not have I the Panthers there. I, I had them. <laughs> yeah, I I know you did. Uh, yeah. I stayed away from that shit. I thought that the Saints could be a contender, but as time, as the season approached, I liked the Falcons a little mm. bit more. But the last one, and this one's really, really soft, I know, is the Browns likely second place in their division. Now, they were out with it, the, they were without Deshaun Watson. And no Nick Chubb. And no Nick Chuck. So I still like that pick. I still think this team is good. And I still think they're going to finish second in the division.
1: We got to see what happens with Garrett. We yeah. Miles Garrett. If he's hurt for a while, then it's harder. Then, to then I'll go fuck that. myself yeah. with this
0: pick. Yeah. And th- at that point, injuries have screwed me over. Oh,
1: yeah. For sure. So let's do your, um... Oh, yeah. My
0: usual weekly picks. Sure. Four picks? Yeah. I didn't write down my record for this past week. I think I went two and two. I think you did as well. Which means I'm ten and six. Jaguars and Bill. Taking the Bills minus five and a half. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah, I don't like the Jags. They are slouching. It's a home game for the Jags, technically. It is,
1: and the Jags are staying in London while the Bills have to travel there. I know they
0: have a short flight because it's like a three-hour flight from New York to London. Mm. But that still matters a little bit. It does. Um, but I'll take the Bills with the way they're playing right now. Every, I'm going to agree to that. Week, yeah. I'll give
1: them the five and a half. That's it's not a big score, spread. Yeah. Texans, Falcons.
0: Give me Texans at plus two and a half. They're I the dogs. That. I
1: will take that. Yeah. I don't understand that.
0: Neither do I. And I will take the Texans as dogs. Plus interesting. Two and a half. Saints, Patriots. That's an interesting one. I'm going to take the Saints with or without Carr. The defense, the, the offense of the Patriots will not so put up bad. 15 points. No, yeah, that's for. And Jameis Winston 10. can at least get yards. Yeah. And Alvin Kamara, hopefully, will be playing. He played last week. Yeah. So. And you look good. The, yeah, he's, he's, they look, have look, weapons. Chris Olave is still there. Chris Olave is still talented, despite not putting up any sort of numbers this year. And Michael Thomas is having some kind of year where he's not injured yet. <laughs> not yet. So, and the defense is good. So, all around, the Saints are a better team. If it's one and a half, give me the one and a half.
1: All right. Yeah, solid. Eagles, Rams.
0: No, oh, I talked about this. I'd take the Rams' money line, but I'll take him at plus four and a half for sure.
1: I would, too. I think that's a solid take. Yeah.
0: If it was plus three, it makes it a little difficult, plus two and a half. But again, I'm probably going to put real money on that game because the odds are just going to be too good. So give me the Rams. Those are my four picks. Three underdogs, one favorite in the Bills, and hopefully I'll be 14 and six. That would be what. That'd be great. That would be. So you want to end us out? Oh, yeah, sure. That was a long episode, wasn't it? It was a long
1: episode. We uh, hope you enjoyed the whole episode since we... Had some great picks on some games, gave some good takes.
0: Yeah, and uh, we're excited about this upcoming week. Uh, we're also going to be talking about baseball here.
1: Very soon.
0: Yep. Uh, we are literally watching some of the playoff games off to the side. Huston isn't sweating because I don't think he made any bets. But
1: I did not. But and my he... Yankees aren't in it, so I don't have to worry yeah. about, you know,
0: But he's excited. He's itching and sweating to get a chance to talk to that. So tune in for that episode. Listen to Husson rant about that. And it should be a really good episode.
1: And then next week, we got hockey season starting up. So we're going to be talking about hockey, baseball playoffs, and football.
0: Yeah, all three sports. So we're going to be really tired. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But no, thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, if you like the podcast, rate it five stars uh, on Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, any of those. Rate the podcast five stars and tune into the next episode. We love doing this for you guys, and we hope you like the content we're putting out. We appreciate it, and you'll hear us you'll from, uh, hear from us soon.
1: Thanks again, guys.